0: More and more people are moving to cities, and that's going to affect almost every industry.
1: We are very cautious and very aware to make a conscious effort to work with the ecosystem. What can the average person
0: do to take action now? Not one person can change the world, but if we all do a little something different, it might help. Being open to embracing innovation.
1: Know that you can make a difference, absolutely. There's no excuse not to even do a little bit. Let's go check it out.
0: Going Green is brought to you by Koskenkorva Vodka, a huge friend of ours. We love what they're doing. Koskenkorva Vodka is a sustainable vodka made honestly. It's vegan and gluten-free. The vodka is named after the village in Finland, Koskenkorva, where real farmers harvest the world's northernmost barley in unfiltered spring waters to make a vodka of true integrity. Here's my favorite part. Not only do I love drinking responsibly, of course. The Corva plant has a 99.9% recycling rate. And don't worry, back in the village, they're still working on that 0.01% and was the first Spirit to win the Green Company of the Year award. Now our goal is to bring Corva from the Scandinavian European world out to the American land where... We all love to have a good drink here and there. So check out Korva Vodka, support them. We love a good sustainable company. So give them a little bit of love. Thank you. Let's get back to the show. Going Green is brought to you by Dylan Welch Media, a full service digital media and marketing company. Our clients hire us to help them with a plethora of digital media and marketing services. We offer video production, podcast production, social media management, website development, PR services. Um, and what we do is we package it all into one monthly package so that we essentially handle all of your digital media and marketing components to help you build your business, get more clients, get your brand out there, get in front of potential investors. So if you're interested in working with us, reach out to us. Dylan at DylanWelch.com is the best way to get connected. Again, that's Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N at dot com. Send us an email and we'll get things started. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Green Podcast. We are joined today by a guest who's been on the show a few times. Love talking to him. We've got Michael Kartunen. He is an award-winning uh, bartender, creative guy, awesome guy. Uh, also joining us from the Koskinen Corva team, way out in Finland. And I'm excited to talk to him today because he's going to share a little bit of information of you know just what it's like to be. Uh, from that Scandinavian country and just share a little bit about his culture, his upbringing and how that has kind of been built into the DNA of his, you know, his career and working at Corva and really the Corva brand. So, Michael, thank you for being here today. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, thank you for having me again. I'm, I'm just super pumped and, and, and so thankful and, and honored to be on the show.
0: So, real quick, kind of, uh, you know, if if someone's watching this, they see a beautiful green background. But sort of paint a picture of where you are right now to our audience who's listening in.
1: Yeah, this is actually our my, my family's uh, summer house, uh, and it's it's kind of like this is a this is a very typical thing for a Finn. Almost every Finn has some kind of a summer house somewhere in Finland and usually it's a it's it's like a couple of hundred miles away from your your home so that you kind of really get away um and and this is also that this the same for us we we're about 140 miles from helsinki right now um and yeah we're in the middle of the forest really you can hear the birds singing the the flies flying and 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 everything's green and we're we're really just getting ready for the midsummer party, which is like the one of the biggest festivals or, or the biggest celebrations in Finland. It's it's um, an age old age old tradition in Finland to celebrate the light, to celebrate the, the the awakening of the nature and and kind of like the sun being up all night. So it kind of it, you, you almost don't want to go to sleep because you can see the sun. All night <laughs> that's
0: super cool I remember when I went to uh, Norway and yeah it was the same thing like it was we were out at midnight but it was as if it was just like you know midday the Sun was up it was kind of a uh, kind of messing with my head a little bit I was like wait what time is it because we are at like drinking and then we get out of the bar and it's still bright out um, so you know, obviously you're in Finland where most of our listeners are from America and we get a lot of our just sort of information about other cultures through, you know, movies and TV shows and things like that. And I just wanted to kind of ask you, you know, what is it like just growing up in Finland? What are some things, you know, that you're proud of from your culture? And and just tell us a little bit about like the day-to-day life
1: for an average person in Finland yeah it's i i think there there are a lot of things to be proud about um one one thing that i really for, for myself and and also now having a having a kid of uh, 7 years old myself um uh, one one thing that i really hold in in high regard is is a, a value of you know utmost um uh, like you, you, Trust you have to be able to trust uh the people that you uh work with uh, or the people that uh, you know your your family members your your you know whether it's whether it's a working body or or just a a childhood friend or, or whoever it is it's just like the honesty that it, it is just like something that's really rooted. In the Finnish culture, it's just like for us. It's almost like you know, the, the trust is there as long as it's broken, and and if if you bro- if you break it, then you know it's very very hard to to build it back up. And 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 I I feel like a, a lot of cultures have it the other way around, where you have to build the trust first. Um, but for us Finns, it's almost like you you we we are. We are raised to trust people as long as they are worth the trust, and and that's something that I really hold in high regard uh, in in my, my own life, and 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 that is also in the DNA of 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 the brand of Costco very very strongly. I think. Um, so so that, that that is really really one big part of of being a Finn, and I mean it it, it goes all down, you know, to to something like. If you drop a, vault, a wallet in the street of Helsinki, which is the the capital of Helsinki uh, of Finland, and 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 you drop a wallet, and somebody will very probably run after you and bring it back to you. Go like, hey, hey, guy, go- hey, sorry, you dropped your wallet. Or or if if you drop it and nobody notices, you can like after two days call the police and say like, hey, I dropped my wallet, and uh, my name is this and this, and they'll go like, yeah, okay, it's here. It's You'll find your wallet eight times of ten. That's the that's the kind of honesty and trust that you have in Finland, and, awesome. and and that's that's big.
0: I love that. It's a very like optimistic outlook on life. Like I'm gonna trust you, you know, even if you're a total stranger, until that trust is broken, and then
1: it's like, okay, that's it. <laughs> yeah, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Cool. Exactly. That's that. Yeah, it is. It is. It is, is kind of cool it is also of course there's a there's there's a flip side to it where where you have to also then learn to to you know um, you know not 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 trust you know not be blue-eyed in a way but um but um anyways i mean it's it is a very <laughs> a very very nice thing to have and, and and especially here in finland where everybody has the same outlook of, of life it's it's quite a nice thing to have that's cool so you said you have a a 7 year
0: old like what's um and I remember being seven years old and like going to school and things like that. Like what's it like for being a seven year old? Like what's the, you know, what's it like growing up in Finland as a kid?
1: It is I I think of course the kids nowadays you know, they have all these gadgets and, and, and iPads and, and whatnot. So that that may change it a little bit, but but it it is still you know, being in the nature and and playing in the in the forest and and you know, um, going into the forest and and, and picking berries and and, and picking flowers and, and and all that. That's a big part of of growing up as a child in Finland. And, and even you know, my child is she's going to start school now uh, in in the fall, but she was like in preschool and and they did all these. Um, forest trips uh, all year long it doesn't matter if it's summer or winter they they still go and they they learn about you know which tree is that which which bird is that and it is really embedded in the in the school system of finland that that the kids learn about the nature as well so that's that is really cool i i, I feel like
0: <laughs> that is cool what's uh like what are some of the big kind of sports teams or sports leagues that you guys tend to follow
1: well, I mean, Finland is a huge hockey country. Um, of course, you know, we're, we're, we're a small country, so we're kind of not huge at anything. But as, as a hockey country, um, yeah, we're, we're probably like, you know, we're, we're top three in the world at the moment. Um, and have been, you know, have been winning some world titles lately. Um, and all that, so yeah, hockey is probably or not even probably it's definitely the number one sport in finland um and 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 most most people in Finland uh, follow at you know to some extent uh, a lot of people f- follow fanatically, of course, but <laughs> most finns know at least you know. You know m- most of the finnish um, league uh teams and 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 some of the players so i know even you know my seven year old even though she's a girl and not, not really that much into hockey but she even knows the teams and and, and some of the players <laughs> it's kind of like that's that's kind of how how big it is in Finland. and and you can't you can't avoid hearing and and learning about hockey here um so that's big but, but then also, of course, football, you know, it, it, the biggest sport in the world, it is probably then the number two sport in Finland as well. And, and now there was the European Championships and, and Finland was uh, actually in the, the European Championships at the, for, for the first time in, in football now. So football at the moment in Finland is, is, is kind of also very visible because of the European Championships and, and, and the team of Finland playing there. so. So, yeah, I, I, I think those two, it's, it's like uh, every guy and, and probably, I don't know, 30% of the girls will play football and, and hockey at some point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> football and hockey. Oh, it's good to know. I, I would have guessed football, but I, I guess never thought hockey. But yeah, that makes a lot of sense. What's, like a, what's kind of an average traditional dish that you'd have at dinner with your family?
1: yeah i mean there there's been a lot of talk of you know finland the, the Finnish culture being so young that, that we we don't have such a you know a lot of european countries like italy and and spain and and france are very known for their their um their gastronomical uh history and culture uh in finland um yeah, I mean, Finland's been around only for, uh, you know, a little bit over 100 years. So, so we don't have such a deep gastronomical culture and history. But then again, there, there are a few things uh, that are very typical for Finland. And, and one of them probably might be something called a Karelian stew. Uh, Karelia being like the eastern parts of Finland, which is like, a, it's a meat stew. Um, a lot of like these typical Finnish w- foods are, are they're, they're very like comfort food because a lot of our, you know, a lot of our year is, is, is cold and, and quite dark. So <laughs> a lot of the foods that are traditional are very much like comfort food. So yeah, meat stew, um, pies, uh, things like that. But, but but the funny thing is that now like the modern finland um our our national foods are almost like like you know pizza and and and, and sushi <laughs> because we don't have our own you know very strong food culture so so we are adaptable in in that sense.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think pizza at this point is just like the worldwide go to. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it brings us all together. I guess so. Yeah, it, it is, and yeah, is everybody awesome. loves pizza. But
0: yeah, what? Um, so you've got Midsummer coming up. So you know, there's I, I saw the movie. I don't know if you saw like the Midsummer movie, but that was super popular here in uh in America. Um, it was like kind of like a horror comedy crazy movie but what's actual midsummer like
1: well in in finland there are quite a few traditions um you know around the midsummer time and probably the b- biggest uh, tradition is lighting up a huge bonfire like this huge bonfire it's not just like putting a few logs in a in a in a in a you know fireplace and then lighting that up it's just like Piling up this whole like five meters of stuff and then lighting that up—it's like huge. So <laughs> um, bonfires are are a big thing in Finland. Of course, now I mean, this summer, for example, has been so far uh, very hot uh, in Finland. So that that restricts it a little bit. You can't just you know go lighting fires all over the place because the forests will light up and 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 that's not a good thing. So. Um probably this year they'll be a little bit smaller than than normal but uh <laughs> but um yeah a bonfires is, is a big thing and 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 then also there are all these you know um very old kind of uh, midsummer um <clears throat> they're they're almost like midsummer magic or 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 midsummer spells if you will um and one of them goes like if you pick up seven different flowers from seven different meadows, put them under your pillow. And in the night, your future spouse will, will visit you and, and you'll meet them. So, so that's one of the very well-known kind of midsummer spells. And yeah, I, I, I don't really know if, you know, in the modern Finland people, do that <laughs> but um it's a it's a fun story and 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 we we tell that a lot uh um to to the kids and and all that so yeah i mean that the kids uh, might even get interested and, and try it <laughs> you know um and funny thing is that we we actually just uh created a a product uh for kosong uh, on 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 that mid uh, midsummer spell called the seven botanicals um, just kind of like putting in putting in seven flowers in, in a bottle, and kind of like putting the midsummer spell uh, in a in a bottle, and, and then, then you can just put that under your, under your pillow and. switch <laughs> this bottle, you and you'll meet your <laughs> <Yeah>. future spouse. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> nice. Is uh is it more of like a is midsummer more of like a celebration um that you do with like your family or is it more of like a citywide or like townwide kind of thing or a combination of both?
1: Yeah, I mean, in Finland, midsummer is typically the time when everybody goes to their summer houses. You know, the cities are empty. It's it's almost like ghostly how empty the cities are, because everybody goes to their midsummer their their summer houses to have the midsummer party. And and usually it's um you know you have your family, your extended family, probably maybe some friends. uh, You know. Uh, brought over and 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 usually it's you know a group of you know anywhere from ten to twenty people having this very kind of intimate um, kind of uh, yeah a family party if you will uh, mostly of course there are probably you know there there are bigger bigger parties going on as well but it's just every cottage every summer house in Finland just filling up with uh happy people and and everybody having their own little party um and and that's that
0: cool nice so um to to kind of wrap things up i have one more question like what's uh what's it like you know because we most people in america you go to high school and then you go off to college you get a job um what's kind of the typical sort of route like post-education for the average person in Finland and and what was your route like how did you you know get into the world of of bartending and working with Kost and Korva?
1: yeah I mean uh, typically in Finland we go to we go to first we go to like you know there's there's first we go to school from first grade to sixth grade which is kind of like the Elementary school, and then you go from seven to nine grade, which is like high school, um, and then you can choose whether you want to go to. Um, it's it's not even college. It's almost like, um, yeah, hard hard to hard to even because it's it's a little bit different. The system is a little bit different from from the U.S. Then then you you, you can do three years of um, like it's. It is still like high school, but it it it's it it everything that you learn goes a little bit further, and it kind of it, it is kind of like something that really um, makes you ready to take on the, the the university studies, whether it's mathematics or physics or um, you know the, we we study quite you know extensive stuff during those three years, even even if that is still like. Almost everybody takes that in, in Finland. So after that, you're really very well equipped to go to any, you know, higher level uh, uh, education, whether it's college or university or whatever. Um, so you, you can take that or then you can take like vocational um, um, school where, where then you will, you'll, you'll actually be learning um, a you know occupation a, a, some skill that that then you're going to be making money with but um that there so those are kind of like after the elementary and high school you have you have two options in, in a way mm. for me i mean yeah i did uh, i did do the three years of i guess we would call it high school in Finland but it's uh it's it's a little bit more extensive than than high school in, in 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 the US um but then after that i mean i went to the army in finland all the guys do because that's kind of like one of the things that we do um and yeah i, I originally I, I was really planning on being a professional musician um and after the army it kind of like really seemed that you know this this musician thing is not gonna work. I'm I'm not making a living. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a it's a hard thing in a in a small country like this. So, um, yeah. Then then I just I you know I just ended up going, you know, washing dishes in the, in a bar just to make ends meet, um, and and studying uh, other things uh, on the side. But the first time that I set foot in a bar in an action behind an actual bar that that was kind of like when the light lit that that was kind of like when i realized that okay this is this is cool this is something that i want to do and yeah i ended up spending 10 years in bars in, in the center of helsinki and and yeah 2006 yeah that, then that, that was yeah we, we talked about it earlier but then yeah that that, that was when i was uh yeah, selected so like uh, the bartender of the year, and and from there, I went to went to Altian and to work with Grover. So, in a way, originally my way to the bar was a bit of an accident, <laughs> but but after setting foot in behind a bar, an actual bar, yeah, I just knew it. That that that, that was my thing.
0: Amazing. Well, Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you to Kask and Korva for connecting us. Um, really appreciate you taking some time out of your beautiful day out there in nature to, to chat with us and educate us a little bit about um, what's going on in Finland. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me. And, and it's such a pleasure and, and really looking forward to, to talking to you again.
0: Yeah again thank you so much and thank you to everyone who tuned in um we wanted to switch up the format of this episode a little bit just because i think you know it's it's important to kind of learn about you know the the culture of what goes on behind the scenes of, or not behind the scenes but getting to know our guests a little bit more especially where they come from as we start expanding you know the people we have on the show to around the world and uh you know i personally always heard of finland obviously but never really knew too much about it so i think it's really cool to just kind of chat with people who live there, grew up there and, you know, share their experiences. And, and I think I really like this format. I think next time, you know, we have some international people on the show, we'll dive a little bit deeper into their culture, not just, you know, their work experience and their, their love for renewable energy and sustainability. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, You know, thank you for supporting the show. Every listen, download, share, like comment goes a long way. Um, And again, our goal is to just, Bring leaders like Michael uh, to, to share a little bit more about, you know, what we can do to be more sustainable, more environmentally friendly, and just share that cross-cultural communication as well and, you know, get inspired. So thank you again, and we'll see you on the next episode of The Green Podcast.